Walsh here. It's time. It's time for a vote. Let's do it, United States Senate. We'll talk about it when freedom returns at five. Dan and Amy, yeah, the uh, members of the Senate and uh, 10 Senate Judiciary Committee staffers have copies of the FBI's Kavanaugh report. Yeah, they received it 38 minutes ago. Uh-huh. And already Senator Dick Durbin's up there uh, on CNN. I wonder if he's leaking any information. And the Senate Judiciary Committee staffers will read their bosses the report, but not until DiFi finishes her pudding. <laughs> and morning stretch class at the home. Uh, all right. Yesterday, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, had press uh, availability, as is her job, in which she addressed this uh, exhaustive, exhausting, really. I'm exhausted. 15,000-word New York Times piece on Trump's taxes, the New York Times piece that essentially alleges that Trump committed tax fraud uh, and has drawn the ire of uh, Trump's legal and financial representatives to the point of suggesting that the Times piece is defamatory and they could face legal action. Uh, Sarah Sanders responding to the story. The New York Times reported yesterday that the president had engaged in outright tax fraud throughout the 90s with suspect tax schemes and you know, basically getting more money from his parents. And he said, using thousands of documents, you rebutted the story. Can, can you explain what is inaccurate about that story? If there's anything that is actually inaccurate about it? It's a totally false attack based on an old recycled news story. I'm not going to sit and go through every single line of a very boring 14,000 word story. The only thing I will say, one thing the article did get right was that it showed that the president's father actually had a great deal of confidence in him. In fact, the president brought his father into a lot of deals and they made a lot of money together, so much so that his father went on to say that everything he touched turned to gold. Um, the president's lawyer addressed some of the specific claims uh, and walked through how the allegations of fraud and tax evasion are 100 percent false and highly defamatory. There was no fraud or tax evasion by anyone. He went on uh, much further, and I would encourage you to read every word of his statement, uh, which completely undercuts the accusations made by The New York Times. All right, and I just want uh, our next guest, Steve Moore, who's connected to the president, you know. Uh, I just want Steve Moore to hook me up with President Trump's accountant. Uh, for more on uh, this topic and others, we're pleased to be joined by the aforesaid CNN chief economist and Wall Street Journal columnist Steve Moore. Steve, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Hi, guys. Well, good morning. And, and I guess we've learned that the president of the United States is uh, not just a misogynist and not just a racist and not just a xenophobe uh, and a homophobe, but he is also a tax cheat, yeah. apparently. And uh, by the way, do you notice, you know, when you turn on the TV now at night, and you, I don't know if you're like me, you, you surf the channels and, you know, every, every like fifth channel, they have a, a Friends episode rerun that you've seen like 10 times already. We, we've heard this story so many times before. I mean, this is literally the fifth time. The New York Times has run this story about Trump, um, you know, cheating on his taxes. They they run it about every four or five months, and somehow it's a it's a big news story every time they run it. Um, look, Donald Trump. I don't know about Donald Trump's taxes. I don't. You know, I'm not a tax accountant. I will say this: the man is a brilliant businessman. One of the things that they tried to say last night uh, when I was on CNN was, "Oh, this proves that Donald Trump isn't a good businessman. You know, he just he just got all his money from his father. No, he took." 
uh, an empire that was maybe worth fifty to hundred million dollars, and he turned that into an empire that has now multi-billion-dollar enterprise. Yeah. They need you to do. Only people in the media have never started a business before or run a business would say something that stupid. Yeah, I agree. And the thing that's even most disturbing, more disturbing to me uh, than this story, is the fact that you watch Friends reruns. That that really. <laughs> That's chilling. I've seen them all so many times. I mean, it's but, you weird. Know, the, the other point that I think there's a really great other kind of uh, sideline irony here, which is you know at CNN, uh, Chris Cuomo showing him, look, he only he his father only paid a, a very very small amount of, of of estate tax, you know, and I'm like, gee, imagine that, you know, billionaires not paying estate tax. I've made this point. I've made this point for 25 years. The really, really, really rich don't pay the estate tax. The estate tax is for suckers who don't, who don't, you know, uh, hire, you know, uh, millionaire estate tax planners to get around it. I mean, you think the Kennedys ever paid any estate tax? No. Do you think that the uh, that the uh, that the uh, Rockefellers or the, that uh, Jeff Bezos is ever going to pay a penny of estate tax? Of course not. You know, what a shock that billionaires don't pay the estate tax. But yeah. didn't President Trump maintain that his dad gave him only a million dollars after he graduated from college? Well, that's what they were replaying last night on uh, on uh, CNN was this, this claim. And now, I don't really recall him saying that. And look, I don't know about his family's finances, so I can't say what he did and what he didn't get from his parents. But I want to make another point because they don't understand this on CNN. And you can tell I'm kind of angry because every time I do that show, I start, my heart starts palpitating. But um, there is a big difference, Dan and Amy, between tax avoidance, tax avoidance and tax evasion. Yeah. Tax avoidance is something you and I and every good red-blooded American does every day. You want to reduce your tax liabilities as low as you can. If liberals want to pay more taxes than that, they're welcome to do it. But I don't know about you. I try to get my taxes as close to zero as I can. Donald Trump is an expert at reducing his tax liability. That is not tax evasion. Tax evasion is when you, you willfully cheat and, uh, and violate the laws, and there's no evidence that he's done that. Yeah, no, that's exactly right, and your point about the estate tax. Oh, oh so, you know, so the, the tax laws encourage people to try and minimize their tax exposure like Warren Buffett does. And as you said, everybody under the sun does. What a revelation. Exactly. Uh, I also exactly. I also like this story juxtaposed against the piece that I read that uh, from you in Investors Business Daily about uh, something The New York Times has no interest in, which is uh, fraud on the government side. One trillion dollar. $1 trillion in uh, fraudulent accounting by the Congressional Budget Office. Explain. Yeah, so this is kind of a good story. Thank you. I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm very uh, uh, honored to know that you're reading my thesis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, this is a kind of a cool story. So the Congressional, in, in the wake of the uh, tax uh, uh, cut, uh, which is now, what, nine months old, the CBO now says that the, um, that the economy will be it's shocking. You're going to be shocked. You know, uh, hold on to your hand here. That the economy over the next 10 years is going to be 10, I mean, $6 trillion larger over the next 10 years. $6 trillion larger than they originally anticipated. $6 trillion. Now, that's a, that is a stunning number. Why did that happen? Because there's more growth than they expected. Now, here's the point about this. Because the economy is going to be $6 trillion larger over the next uh, 10 years, they estimate that the U.S. government will actually take in about $1, uh, $1 trillion extra revenue. 
And so the point I made in my piece is, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute here. That means two-thirds of the tax cut has already been paid for by the extra growth that we have. But no, that's not the way CBO does math. They say, wait a minute, the economy is larger now by $6 trillion. And if we have the, the old tax rates, the, the, uh, the government would get even more money from, the, from these people. And so, therefore, the cost of the tax cut is higher. I mean, this is like static analysis on steroids. Right. Yeah. Right. It was sort of a combination: static analysis, of, but dynamic analysis in terms of exactly. what could have that's been. That's yeah. Right. Uh, it's, All right. But, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I mean, well, think about this, Dan and Amy. Six trillion dollars is larger than the entire annual output of Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, and Pennsylvania combined. I mean, that's a huge number. Uh, Illinois is contributing less and less to that about every yes, year. But no, I mean, that, that's an know. incredible thing to say. Well, six trillion dollars all of a sudden uh, showed up. By the way, we're going to get four percent growth for the third quarter. We're, we're going to be right at around four uh, percent, which is a phenomenal number. And we're also uh, looking at. Did you see the job number? The I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah, ADP has it at two thirty. Is that what ADP had it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, but speak to that number though, too, in the in the, in the wake of uh, all time highs in the market and. What the, I think the Dow's up almost fifty percent. Don't you guys understand? Yeah, that? Obama this recovery. Is the Obama effect. Yeah, yep. but 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 the jobs numbers that's uh, coming out tomorrow if it uh, hits the ADP uh, uh, projection. Yeah, so I was giving you the, the what the uh, projection is for private sector job creation. By the way, just a little, I like to give you guys an economic lesson every time we're on. Private sector job creation is good. Government sector. Uh, job creation is bad. So what we want to see is more private sector jobs and less government jobs. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Well, um, I, I've got to ask you this question because it's the new, it's part of the new protocol. Uh, before we can, uh, are you going to ask him what he did in college? Well, I'm going to ask him before we can attach. <laughs> before we never can ad- drink, I never drank one drop. Before, in college, really? at the University of Illinois. At the University of Illinois, we didn't drink. We don't drink at the University of Illinois. So, Come on. so Steve Moore, if I asked your contemporaries if they ever saw one Stephen Moore plotting supply and demand curves at CAMs or COs, they would say they never saw you. Uh, well, I'm just going to stick with my story that I never blacked out, and I never did. <laughs> I've never once in my whole life have I ever thrown ice at someone. Okay. Well, we have online, too, your college roommate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is your life. Oh. So what do you think? I mean, do I, the Senate obviously has the seventh FBI background check on Kavanaugh. Where do you see this going? Uh, you know, I think it's so interesting that Democrats, 30 minutes after getting, what was it, how long did they have it now, 35 minutes or something yeah, like that? They're already now. bitching that, that, oh, this isn't the full uh, report that yeah. we wanted. Uh, you know what, what, uh, what, Trump should be doing is, you know, when I watched that hearing, every, virtually every Democrat said, all we want, just give us one week. All we want is an FBI investigation. Just give us one week. That's all we're asking. You know, Kuhn said that and Diane Feinstein said that. They all said it. And, and so I thought actually smartly, you, you guys may think I'm going wobbly, I thought actually the Republicans did the right thing. They said, okay, you want a week. We'll give you a week to do an FBI investigation, and then we'll vote. Well, of course, the week is up. And I guarantee you the next 72 hours, all you're going to hear is pitching from Democrats. This wasn't enough time. We need another two weeks. We need to investigate this person, that person, and so on. I mean, it never ends with these people. That's why they have to vote. And I have not seen the report, but, it's, but if we can assume 
If this finds no corroborating evidence of, of what Dr. Ford has said, he will be confirmed with every Republican vote. And I wouldn't be surprised. Here's your headline. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple Democrats. Yeah, well, if they're sure, they'll pile on if it's a done deal. I, uh, I if I was a senator, um, <laughs> okay. I, uh, I don't think I could um, cast a vote for Kavanaugh until we hear from Squee. I want to know what Squee knew. Yeah, got to have Squee weigh in on this. Steve Moore, CNN chief economist, Wall Street Journal columnist. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Have a great day, guys. Take care. See you. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. The more you listen, the more you listen, the more you'll know. This is Chicago's Morning Answer. Morning Answer on AM 560. The 